Welcome to the ECG podcast for the week of November 15th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Waterman, joining you from Jacksonville, Florida. Tonight, I've got Mr. Adam Gumbert from Lexington, Kentucky. Hey, what's going on? Got Zach Cassell from Boston, Massachusetts. Pats are coming for that Eagles Uh, in the rematch. (laughs) Somebody has to do the football reference. And uh, hopefully a little bit later on, we'll be joined by Robbie Bobby Miller. I think he might be running a bit late, but no worries. The show must go on. On today's (laughs) episode, we're actually recording and releasing a day late because it is Jedi Fallen Order and Pokemon week. So we wanted to take a little time with the games, give our impressions. And then later on in the show, we will talk about Anthem doubling down seemingly by where it has not abandoned the game as a lot of people suspected over the past couple of months with them going dark. And then uh, we'll round out with Xbox is a nice little XO 2019 uh, press conference uh, live stream event where they outlined uh, quite a bit of um, information regarding project X cloud uh, and how that'll tie into things like Game Pass and just a lot of really exciting uh, quality of life announcements. So let's get right into it. Uh, the one game that I know we've all played, Jedi Fallen Order, uh, a game that I've been looking forward to uh, ever since it was announced and uh, a game that I am utterly relieved is awesome. It's great. It's fantastic. Um, I've put about Ooh, I'd say like five hours in myself. So had had a good amount of time to kind of get into the gameplay loop, feel what the combat's like, uh, the story beats, et cetera, et cetera. And I can't pick a single solitary thing that I don't like about this game. I don't think that it reinvents the wheel in any way, but I also don't think that it has to because it's solid in every way, shape or form. How are you guys liking it? Uh, I'm, <clears throat> I'm loving it. Uh, uh, I'm with you, man. I was... I would I wouldn't I don't want to say skeptical, but like, man, we haven't we haven't gotten that really awesome Star Wars single player experience yet. So uh of course you're well not yet since I would say Knights of the Old Republic. I mean, I guess you know, the Force Awakens were cool or anything. I mean we're cool and stuff, but like it wasn't that, you know, um the Star Wars story I guess that you wanted. Um or that we deserved is more like it. And uh yeah, man, this one, this one's awesome from from the gameplay to the acting. You know, they 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 really uh, knocked it out the park, man. It's like it's super cool. Like even even the sound effects, like when you're holding your your lightsaber up for like a flashlight, like any if you move around really fast, you can hear your lightsaber swooshing and stuff. Uh, you know, just little details like that. You know, really add to the experience and stuff. And uh, you know, your droid is adorable. Um, the combat is challenging but fun uh you know it's it's really cool to um have that push and shove with the enemies and not just be able to go in there because you're a jedi and just wipe people out um so it's definitely uh a challenge in that aspect which i enjoy um i'm only on the second planet um that you're able to uh pick from so i'm not super duper far into the game i'd say maybe three four hours um but yeah totally enjoying myself with it so far as a fan of souls games obviously i hate it just kidding um i do think it's cool that like once you like learned uh you get a little better at the combat and you learn the different enemy types and like what kind of attacks they have you can actually go in and wreck shit like that power fantasy is still there you just kind of have to earn it but yeah um, that's totally true by you know learning it which is uh, is really cool and i think my 
favorite thing about the game, like, uh, you know, I was trying to articulate this today and it dawned on me is that it has a lot of things that we've seen, you know, in Star Wars games before. Good story, fantastic sound design, music, all that good stuff. Um, <clears throat> but the one thing I don't, I can't ever recall seeing is big action set pieces. Like just the opening of this game where it's like kind of the tutorial area has that uncharted feel where like it's this huge opening action set piece where like, yeah, it's scripted, you know, like the uncharted stuff is, but like, it really gets your heart pumping. You feel like you're in a big blockbuster movie while you're playing it. And I think that's just really cool to, you know, see that budget, see that attention to detail and just, you know, um, feel like you're playing a great triple A star Wars game. How are you liking Adam? Uh, well, Shout out, Bobby. What's going on? Hey, what's up? Yeah, Bobby. Hey, is, is guys. Join us. Hey, we're talking Thomas. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Mine's still installing. Yes. Uh, Darth Vader is Luke route. Skywalker's uh, dad. Sorry for the spoiler. I, I did take off the shrink with this. <laughs> it took a lot. I had to literally transfer. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut in like that. Oh, you're but fine. I, I literally had to transfer uh, stuff today from my storage to my system storage just to make room for it. So, yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to the chat. Um, I'm sorry, Adam. Uh, can continue, man. Uh, so, oh, what's, what's your? No, no, no. You're fine, Bob. You're fine. Uh, it's the first Good Souls game, which is very, uh, <laughs> it's a very good thing to hear. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I hope this makes people, you know, uh, a little more curious or tolerant of Dark Souls. The adjustable difficulty, I think, helps. Right, like having a little more forgiving uh, parry window and the enemies dealing a little less damage at the lower difficulties. Off mic, I know Zach and I were talking. Zach, you're playing on Jedi Master. I'm playing on Jedi Grandmaster. What did you go with, Adam? Do you remember? Oh, it wasn't. I think it's option three out of the four. It's not. It's the one that's in the middle, but right above it. Yeah. So Jedi Master then. So, I so like, yeah. I didn't want to go super. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to go super hard just because I'm hoping for a new game plus, and that's when I'll I'll ratchet it up with that because this is a game I want to play. I'm sure I'll want to play more than once. Um, but yeah, so it's a good Souls game. It just gets like the lore in the world so right and uh i've just been running around collecting everything it's it's perfect for me dude i've i've had so much fun playing this game and yeah i mean it's uncharted me start souls meets you know like star wars rebels and clone wars lore like it's it's awesome that's it, another cool little thing okay. too real quick it's just like um <clears throat> i'm i i love finding a box because like i always and looking to uh, customize my lightsaber and everything and make it look different and make it look cool and all that. And I feel like that's just uh, something cool that way, you know, a lightsaber is supposed to be unique to the Jedi wielding it. So it's cool that like, even for this, you can have um, like a bunch of different stuff on, on your um, lightsaber. So, you know, mine might not look the same as yours, which is kind of cool when you think about it. Uh, in the aspect of like every Jedi having their own lightsaber and stuff, so I, I just like he said he liked running around collecting everything that just came to my mind. I thought I think they did a good job with that too. Allegedly, uh, you can um, like any lightsaber you can build in this game. You can go to Galaxy's Edge um, and actually make it like at the park. Like you could show them the parts and like at the lightsaber shop there. You can do that, so um, which is cool for me because like something I want to do sometime maybe after the new year. I was I just went to Galaxy's Edge this last weekend, and it was whew, it was tough. Like you know, two hundred bucks is a lot of money to do the lightsaber building experience, but it sounds very cool. But um, eventually, I do want to get build one and put it up on the wall. Um, there was something else uh, da, 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 I wanted to bring up. 
um about the game i'm having a total brain fart um oh the the characters um so i don't think that cal is the most uh, exciting or great character but like everybody around him like even there's a character very early on um like in the opening tutorial mission that character has more personality in like the first 10 minutes of the game than i feel like some of the characters did like in like battlefront 2 like for the whole course of the game do you guys agree with that 100 percent. like yeah that, that guy's awesome Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I've never seen Star Wars. But I know it's crazy. Oh, Lord, it is so <laughs> I, crazy. I really want to play it, and I have no clue what's going to happen. But I really just—I opened that's, this one. That's going to be super interesting, though. Like getting your take on the game, seeing as how like you haven't seen Star Wars and you ha- n- hold no affinity towards it. So it's going to be super interesting to see what you think. Yeah, just like the Star Wars Battlefield, the first one, uh, Star Wars Battlefront. I think it was the one. Yeah. I enjoyed that. I have no clue what the hell who was what, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, just as a shooter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good time. Even Fortnite has uh, stormtroopers now as their uh, their skins on their new. Uh, I know everybody wants to know about. It. It's crazy that they put put the skins in that, not Apex. Apex, <laughs> it's a yes, it, fucking developer. Yeah. But hey, you know what can you do? Uh, they partner with them for the Marvel stuff. So I, I imagine it's kind of a separate kind of deal that Disney has, you know, maybe with uh, Fortnite, maybe not related to Fallen Order or something. I don't know. But um, cool. Well, I it sounds like we're all pretty damn positive. Bobby, can't wait to hear what you think. Yes. Uh, let's switch gears a little bit to uh, Pokemon. And then we'll talk a little Death Stranding, get an update from Zach, who, as far as I know, is the only one that's played it. Unless, Bobby, you've played it. I have. I, I actually was playing that today. My wife told me to stop playing it. Uh because I was playing it too much, yes. All but right, I've, so a little teaser, a little nugget. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get there in just a second. Adam, tell me about Pokemon, because <laughs> I've never played a Pokemon game other than Stadium. I told my brother I'm considering maybe over Christmas, like this or Luigi's Mansion, getting something for my Switch. He's got Shield, so I would buy Sword if I did it, so we could trade. <clears throat> and I'm actually kind of curious about it. Seems like it's people are liking it. Yeah, I mean, I'm liking it. Uh, it feels like I remember when I played, you know, 20 years ago or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels like the same experience. I know it's it's bigger and better, but like I haven't played every iteration. So to me, it's all new and fun and interesting. I'm uh, still in the first. I probably played like two hours of it. I'm still pretty close to the beginning. I'm not like even to like a gym yet, but they're just introducing new stuff. And it's it's a lot more user friendly. There's a lot less bullshit you got to deal with yes. from what I remember. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I just went to like the big open area where it's just like, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to come back to this whenever mm-hmm. I'm closer to end game and just like do all the stuff. Cause there's, and also I don't know any of these Pokemon. <laughs> so it's like, That's I'm great. catching everything. It's like, it's a snow cone. All right. I guess I'll try to catch <laughs> that bad boy. Uh, so yeah, I mean, very early on so far, it, it definitely feels kid friendly, but it's like, Hey, do you want to skip the tutorial? Cause you know what you're doing? Like, absolutely. Let's just go. So, uh, you know, at the beginning of having fun with it, I did look up the, the starter evolutions and boy, let me tell you, I don't like any of those, but, uh, you know, mm-hmm. as far as as far as everything else, like it looks pretty. It's definitely the best looking one. Uh, they they did take the stuff from Let's Go that I thought was good, and they put it in this. Like you can see them walking around on the on the overworld map, and so they're more random encounter kind of things, right? Like they're yeah. Well, there are random encounters, but uh, those are a lot less. Like you'll walk through grass, and you'll see three of them, and then there's a chance you can hit a random one, but you won't necessarily always do that. So it, it's it just feels like a more modern version of a Game Boy game in in the best ways and it, it looks very pretty for for what it is it's not you know 4k hdr or anything like that but i think the art style is very good and uh the battling's fun and the monsters are cool so 
couple hours in, I'm, I'm digging it for sure. That's awesome. It got me thinking, like, with Pokemon and Jedi Fallen Order, like, neither of these are games that, from what I understand, uh, from reading about Pokemon and definitely from playing Jedi, that, like, really reinvent the wheel. But, like, I, it doesn't seem like they necessarily have to. Like, and Outer Worlds was like that for me, too, where I was like, man, I really want somebody to make, like, a, a modern Bethesda-style RPG. But, like, I still had a really good time playing that. Like, it was, like, comfort food. You know, it's like having a bowl of chicken noodle soup, like, when you're sick, you know? Um so um it's good good i think like it's it's okay once in a while to have a game that's you know solid amazing great to play that isn't trying to you know do something new yeah my my only complaint thinking about it now is that when you first start the game your next door neighbor is uh of course you guys were going off to become pokemon trainers and his brother is like the undefeated world champion and he (laughs) is anime as fuck he's got big hair he's got like a woolly cape on and he's i'm like Okay, guys. Yeah, that that stance that he does. Isn't it? Yeah, he does a Charizard stance. And he like throws his fingers <laughs> up in the air. I'm like, all right, guys. <laughs> it's it's very. I mean, it's very cartoony oh, and kitty, but it's still good. Well, excellent. I'm I'm glad that you're you're having a good time with it, and we'll keep us posted. Um, so switching gears once again to a game that is very much trying to reinvent the wheel and do something different. Death Stranding. Bobby, Zach, uh, <laughs> hit, it, hit it with us. Everyone else has had their hot takes on the internet. I have not heard yours. So, Bobby, you want to you wanna start us out? I, unfortunately, no. I think you should. All right. All right. Cool, cool. <laughs> um, I fucking love this game. And I think it's... I think it's... it's 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 so addicting in such a weird kind of way um because the game is everything that you read on the internet you get packages you bring them places and that's it what happens in between um is i don't want to say like really like up to you but there's such a sense of freedom in the sense of you don't have to ever go fight the BTs, which are the bad guys of the, or one of the bad guys of the games. They are the um, otherworldly like, um, you know, the the handprint things that you've seen in the trailers and stuff. They're, that's what they're called. And uh, and then they got the mule camps, which are people who are have this obsession with stealing people's cargo. And it's like just the only thing that they love doing it's pretty much what they tell you about them in the game and uh they have their camps littered littered about and everything and like you don't ever have to go in there if you don't want to you know unless the story requires you to um but like the addicting part of this game is for me i you start uh, let me rewind for a second you start out and like you can't carry shit like you put a lot on you and you have to you have to Uh, hold your straps and you know to keep your balance while you're running and everything which i don't think the balance mechanic is nearly as hot as everybody said it was i've fallen maybe a grand total of three times um which i think's really low uh compared to what i've read a lot of people um complaining about so uh, i don't know if i've just picked up the uh, mechanics quicker than other people or what but uh, regardless, what I think's cool about that, and what I feel like they're giving me at a really um, decent pace, is they're giving me things to help me not strain as much while I'm uh, carrying these packages everywhere. Like I got an exoskeleton from the engineer guy, um, and you know, the more deliveries you bring to him, uh, 
he'll upgrade your exosuit. Your exosuit allows you to carry more stuff on your back. It allows you to sprint while you're carrying more stuff. Um, and you can keep upgrading that. Um, from him, you can go to a different guy who will like um, give you schematics to build a, a motorcycle or something like that. And you can load stuff onto the motorcycle, make going everywhere easier. You can go and collect materials. Um, a lot of materials are in those mule camps that I was talking about. Um, so like you go into these mule camps and there's trucks there. Uh, so after you can either, you know, knock all the guys out or anything or, or just try and go steal the truck, but then you don't really have time to get all the materials. But anyways, you get the materials and you want to collect them because that's how you um, build stuff. And that's the whole shared aspect of the, the game, the, the multiplayer. I'm putting air quotes, the multiplayer aspect of the game. Uh, so like you get materials and everything and there are like these automated systems around everywhere and you can go up to them. And if you put enough materials into them, they'll rebuild the road for you. So if you go in there and you empty enough metals and ceramics and all that, it'll it'll lay out a, a road for you. And that road will appear in other people's games. So when they come to this area, you know, that road is all set. And, you know, they can go and add or upgrade um, things that you've built. Or they can put signs down to like, you know, say, we guys, we need more materials here. And you can all contribute to the same thing to like help each other build and everything. The multiplayer aspect of it, I think, is super cool, super interesting. Uh, very, very similar to what they did in, you know, like Dark Souls and Bloodborne, how you can leave tips on the ground and stuff. I feel like it's just um, they expanded on that a lot more and in the way that like you can leave actual items to help people you can leave clues to help people like i said you can help contribute to building bridges in other people's games and stuff um, leaving ladders down across rivers uh, it's stuff like that it's it's super cool um the story is uh super intriguing so far um the cutscenes the acting you know does a really good job at at um keeping me guessing and, and making me want to see what comes next and everything um, you know, the whole notion of connecting America and everything, it's actually pretty cool because like I, there's one guy who's, um, when you go and meet him, he doesn't want to kind of sign up to help you. Um, like he'll help you. And like, if you deliver stuff to him, like, you know, he'll appreciate it and all that, but he's not going to connect to the system to integrate like his network into reconnecting America. But if you deliver more to him, he eventually will. So it's like, cool. Cause if I never went and kept delivering to that guy, I would have never have reconnected that portion um, of the map and everything. And, you know, it opens up certain things that you can't do in that area when it's not connected to the, your, uh, your, it's called the UCA United cities of America. So, um, yeah, man, I, I, I don't really understand the it takes 10 hours to get fun. I was I was enjoying myself, you know, two hours in, you know, there's a lot of cutscenes in the beginning. So uh, that's it's almost like that's how much time it takes to really even get to the game and start running around and, and doing all that. And I could be totally wrong, but it might not be that long. But yeah, uh, I, I really love it. I, I, I think it's awesome. Um, you know, I'm actually torn. Like, what do I what do I want to go play? Do I want to go play Star Wars? Do I want to go play Death Stranding? Because they're both awesome, um, which is a good, you know, conundrum to be in. So uh, it's it's crazy, man. It's 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 better than I thought it was going to be. 
Um, but I don't know if that's because my expectations were um, kind of took a, a hit after all these reviews and everything started coming out. Like, I don't know if in the back of my mind, I was like, gosh, you know, maybe maybe it isn't going to be that great and, and all that. And but I'm just I'm I'm really enjoying myself with it. It is definitely not a game for everybody, though. Like I could 100 percent see like where people would not like this game. Like I could see why people wouldn't like the balance mechanic and everything, you know, and I could see why people wouldn't like this just lonely world where you're running around and just literally just delivering packages. The combat is not the focal point of this game, you know, whatsoever. So, um, so, but to me, it's like, that's, that's cool. Cause you know, it's, we have a ton of uncharted like games and first person shooters and third person, you know, um action adventure uh games like assassin's creed and stuff and you know so it's cool to get this different different kind of game that is you know fun in its own way it's got um hooks in a way that um you know i feel like not of not a lot of other games have have managed to do um it's not it's not you know perfect it's definitely um got its problems and everything like uh rivers in this game Crossing rivers is one of the worst things. It's they are horrible. Um, I won't get you know too much into it, but they're just not fun to navigate. Um, yeah, I mean, I I wrote stuff down and I don't know where I put my little notes thing, but I had it. I'll I'll, I'll talk more about it next time when I have when I have more time. But yeah, I'm really I'm really in, in myself with it. Uh, I mean, is there anything you guys want want to know about the game or anything? No, I mean, I think I've got, like, I've listened to a ton of podcasts in the past week. Um, I think it's one that I will probably purchase, as I said, on sale and for my own opinion. I want to let the discussion die down a bit, kind of let my brain, you know, cleanse of, like, other people's opinions, you know, for a couple of months and then hop in there maybe in the doldrums of winter and see how I like it. I'm definitely curious. I mean, it's intriguing. It's, I certainly haven't seen intense discussion around a game like this in a while, so... Yeah, I want to know, Bobby. You were, wanted him to go first. Is there a reason for that? Well, I, my thing is, I think it's. Uh, I haven't done as much um, delivering uh, of the orders as most people, uh, but I I just couldn't get hooked into it. Um, that's why I was kind of glad Pokemon came. But I'll, I'll wait, uh, and then I'll let you guys know next week when I play more. Because uh, I don't want to now. Now that now that Zach said all that, I think if I I got to play more to try to see if I change my mind. So I'll. I'll, I'll wait a week. Yeah, I'm was, telling you, man. Once, yeah. once you, once you get um, the means to make deliveries easier, and there's a couple different ways that they they do that for you, you'll start to see like, oh, this is cool. Like uh, now, I want to go deliver to this guy. What is he gonna give me? You know, that's that's how I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, see, that's the thing is, I didn't get tired of it. Um, I wanted to explore more, uh, but I just uh, it it. It didn't catch me like the Uncharted games did, but I know that one of the Uncharted took a long time for it to uh, catch me as well. So I'm gonna, I'll wait till next week when I play more. And, and fast travel becomes a thing too. So oh, thank Jesus. Cool. Well, excellent. Uh, really quickly, I wanted to touch on the big turnaround planned for Anthem. Just thought it would be an interesting thing to talk about for a few minutes uh, since we. Had so much discussion around Anthem's launch. Article came out today on Kotaku that uh, 
I guess Bioware and EA are planning a huge revamp relaunch of Anthem. So despite all of the key personnel leaving in droves, they are not, in fact, giving up on the game. Um, they are just trying to figure out how to take it um, forward. And and apparently they're, they're going to kind of rebuild the structure of everything from quests to the gameplay loop to, you know, everything in between, like from the ground up, which is... It's cool. I like it's a game that I still want to succeed. I like I wanted to love Anthem when I played it, but it was very apparent it was not a game for me in the state that it was in when it launched. But I would love to see the game uh, succeed. Um, what would it take any of you guys to, to come back in to play Anthem at this point? Well, I I think most games, uh, kind of like No Man's Sky, and <clears throat> I think even what was it, Final Fantasy fourteen, fifteen? Which one was fourteen? Yeah, the one that they made of Realm Reborn. Uh, that uh, I think some things do need a second chance. I mean, look at Destiny, uh, Destiny Two. Uh, I didn't think a lot of people would think that would survive for as long as it has, and it's gotten a little bit better. Um, I wish they would bring back racing. That's just me though. Uh, but uh, I, I like the way No Man's Sky turned it around because I I think that Anthem has a shot. I think that it was a good game. I think that the sad part is it was the launch was so hyped that they didn't expect the criticism that they got um, because of all the hype and kind of like with the Kojima and that Stranding, the same thing. Uh, but I, I think Anthem could be good if they restructured. I, I, I bought it and played it after it was on sale. But It sounds like the devs knew that it wasn't ready. It, the publisher, unfortunately, yeah. disagreed, which, you know, um, we've discussed that ad nauseum, so I don't need to retread that. But um, I, I hope they do succeed. Like, I, I hope it... They get their Taken King style relaunch and, you know, people pop in. And I certainly like if it sounds like it's a completely different game and kind of the game that, it you know, a lot of us are hoping that it would be at launch. Like, I'll totally go in and check it out. Like, again, I, I wanted to like that game. I wanted it to do well. And it was a shame that didn't. But I'm, I'm glad that they're not giving up on it either. That's that's I think that's. But isn't isn't Bioware also talking about doing a new Mass Effect game? Um, there's yeah, a rumor that today that's crazy kind of it's, unfounded. Uh, I think I, I don't know that I've had enough confirmation to put a lot of stock in that. We know they're working on a new Dragon Age. Um, yeah. So that's the you know the one project. Uh, it would be if they're working on a new Mass Effect. I think you got to imagine it's pre-production only. So some basic discussions. Yeah. Very much. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna have to work on that. Um, I'm I'm super that. excited for for this. Um, you know, reboot of the game. I still own it. Uh, I played a lot of it when it came out. I I loved the the gameplay of it. It was so much fun. But I feel like once I did everything in the game once i played the game and that's what was kind of upsetting um there was nothing to strive for there was no um end game gear there was no raid type gear there was there was nothing like that there was um no longevity it it was a quick you know 12 hours of fun and and that was it the cataclysm you know was a step in the right direction it was a cool event and everything and it was like totally new for that game but not even close to enough like that was the first time i'd popped back in since i stopped playing months ago and i haven't played since i played the cataclysm one time because i feel like i did it now i i, I don't need to do it again it didn't offer me enough in the terms uh in in terms of rewards and everything so i'm super excited to see if they can you know um, pull a no man's sky or, or realm reborn like uh you were saying bobby and 
yeah and and really uh turn this game around because like i said the core gameplay was was so good um you know uh the javelins all felt you know different uh um the colossus you know he felt tanky he felt heavy um the storm you know the way that he could you know float in the air and everything and do his own thing while the other i forget the the interceptor was super quick so like you know they really did a good job with that it's just the 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 loop couldn't they couldn't maintain the loop and uh, that's that's what um kind of killed the game i feel and like you know the their missions like you said man their mission structure like they had these the these challenge tombs and stuff that you had to do which were just you know super tedious and annoying and it just it sucked the, it sucked the life out of the game for a lot of people so it's it's super cool to see that they're they're still um back in it you know they must have some data somewhere that says this is you know worth doing um so i'm super interested to see how long it takes where it goes you know i bet we'll see the first hints of whatever it is at e3 um so um, i'm excited i i hope you know that they you know i hope they put a proper raid in the game i would love to see that uh the game screams you know like it it, it wants it wants that like i i want the vault of glass in anthem yeah. like like that would be so cool like and it would it would pull people in man i'm telling you raids like i remember i remember when the raid dropped in the first destiny it it didn't drop until a little later, right? Like a month or two after the game came out. I uh, see. That's what I thought initially too. I, I looked it up. It's actually a week after the game came out. Are you kidding? For yeah. Destiny One. Wow. Yep. I was no. gonna say because I thought I thought I remember people stopped playing because they were like, "Oh, I I did everything." Unless that's the people who like grind and hit level fifty in like two days, and they're like, "Yeah, this game <laughs> sucks." Yeah. No. Um. It was. Uh. Yeah. It was a week. I didn't play it till probably a month or two after because uh, like I was one of those people that um just overwhelmed by the grind like i almost stopped playing destiny i literally joined an lfg group the rest of my friends had bounced from destiny i joined an lfg group <clears throat> had such a good time I, that i was like i need you guys to just get to 26 it's gonna be a bit grindy like spend the week get to 26 let me show you like this right here is something special like they need more of this it's not like anything else in the game and like that like has sustained like our group of people for what five years now like we've been playing the game for, uh but if it hadn't been for that like i probably would have never set with destiny again so i agree with you raids or like for the people that like this type of game is a huge selling point cool yeah, mechanics they, are, they already have like the the um what's what's like the, the strikes they, they already have those granted not a lot of them but so you know raids well i don't want to say the only thing they're missing because clearly they were missing a ton but like that's the biggest thing i feel like they were missing if they if they did a relaunch and like they were like and we have whatever two raids or whatever actual i think you like one like if, if all the quality of life stuff that people harped on was fixed they made a compelling loop increased the loot table you know the way you level up had kind of a new campaign to like tie all that together and even just a single raid, I think, would be enough to get most people to play if they priced it right. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree, especially if the raid offers uh, rewards for you playing more than once and everything like that. So, sure. 
uh, yeah, I, I could, I definitely agree, but I, I think that that would be a big selling point because I remember when I bought the game, I was like, oh, dude, like after the beta, I was like, dude, that whenever that cataclysm thing comes out and it's going to be a raid, it's going to be you know, freaking awesome because, you know, I, I love the way that these, um, the way that the javelins work and sync with each other and everything. So like, I was like, oh, doing that and a raid is going to be cool. And it was just a total flop. Uh, in terms like with the cataclysm so you know bringing in an actual raid i feel like would would be huge well i think the community at large wants the game to be good so i think if they market it right they take their time they they roll it out correctly they you know you could probably get a large amount of people to come in to play the game because there's people like me like i didn't i wasn't even somebody who bounced like i just never played where I was like, er, no, I'm going to wait for them to fix the game. And if they can do that, then I'll be back. And I think a lot of people like the same approach. So, yeah, definitely they did. So, yeah, it'll, it'll especially be interesting to see if uh, it pulls those people in because I feel like the people who did buy it and gave it a chance and maybe sunk a decent amount of time to it, I feel like a relaunch will definitely pull those people back in just so because they just want to see and compare. Uh, so, it'll be interesting to see if it can pull in new people for sure. Awesome. All right. Well, let's move on to um, XO19. And before kind of leading into that, uh, well, I'll tie the two together, actually. Uh, so Project xCloud uh, is something that I got my beta invitation three days ago, two days ago. Had a chance to check it out um, today. I spent my entire lunch hour um, booting up different games, kind of you know testing it. Um, have not tested it on my home connection. So it's just been on like, you know, 4G uh, data uh, through Verizon. Um, I got to play Bloodstains, uh, Ritual of the Night, um, Gears 5, Killer Instinct. And there was, I pulled up, do, 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 do. Oh, Devil May Cry. Um, and I don't know what your uh, takeaway was in the time that you spent with Adam. I think full stop, like it looks very pretty, like the quality of like the visuals and audio and stuff that come through is amazing. I think the input lag, at least on the connection that I was playing on, which, you know, uh, video streaming and stuff never had problems was atrocious for anything that was modern gaming. So Ritual of the Night played fine. Uh, Killer Instinct was not as bad but like gears and uh um forza were were just absolutely terrible um like made me seasick <laughs> trying to aim and move around uh because the what was happening on the uh the screen you know uh, camera wise and aiming was so at odds with what my fingers were doing like i would go to aim at an enemy uh would try to move the camera the camera wouldn't move, so I'd overcompensate. And so my guy would actually aim way farther to the left or right or up or down than I was actually intending to. So that's a bit of a bummer. But that being said, like it is an early access. They are, it's they're testing, right? It doesn't cost anybody anything to do that. I think that's the big thing that sets them apart from Google Stadia. Um, I'd be like if granted, I know a lot of people will be hardwired like at home with Stadia, but if this was if I bought Stadia and it performed like this and my and this was my home like quote unquote home console. I'd be pissed, man. Like I would be mega, mega pissed. Like I, I just, it does not feel like the technology is quite there, but it's still impressive nonetheless. Um, what was your experience with Adam? Uh, well, I guess I'll go ahead and preface this that I was at home just over Wi-Fi, mm -hmm. and everything worked perfectly. Really? Like I had the best. I played Killer Instinct zero input lag. I played Gears zero. Everything I played was perfect. 
again, I was also on. I wasn't even. I didn't even bother testing it with the with the cell phone, like the four G or the five G or whatever, because mm-hmm. I already knew that wasn't going to be the best thing. I was just like, I'm going to go to the other corner of my house, just on my Wi Fi. Other people have devices on. It worked perfect. Wow, it was amazing. I was like, this works. But again, I was using probably the way that they intend you to use it. I don't even think they should allow you to use cellular data if it's that bad. Because when I the way the way I came off of it, I would have told everybody it's perfect. That's because of my experience for it was perfect. So that was going to be my thing is like I want to you know test it on my home connection because I have three hundred megs down. Um, so I was like maybe that will be different again i was very impressed with like the visual fidelity and everything was like mm-hmm. stunning and the speed in which games load and all that but i was just like oh and like and the reason i you know wanted to test it on this this you know cellular data is that's the, the a lot of the marketing materials kind of show people playing on their cell phone and so i think oh, your, I av- your average player would want to you know the i the dream would be able to like play this thing on the subway right or like Mm -hmm. at a cafe or something like that ideally like you wouldn't need um the wi-fi but uh so you really had no input lag whatsoever that's interesting i played on my phone i played that's the first thing i went for was a fighting game like let's see this input lag perfect it was just as good as if i was playing on my xbox plugged up to the dv wow i'll have to like do the same games uh on wi-fi at home and see like you know what um it is but other than that like i like i really like i said there there, i thought there was a lot to be impressed with and that kind of leads me into um kind of my next point which is uh you know at xo19 saying that they are now going to bundle this as part of game pass ultimate so for 14.99 a month you get your xbox live you get game pass for pc and xbox and you get access to project x cloud when it's launched uh wide which i think is just a phenomenal deal yeah i think there's like 50 games up there right now it's like madden and wwe 2k20 which isn't a game but that game just came out and there's there's a ton of non-xbox stuff that's on the fact that madden 20 is on there in the middle of football season to me is crazy it's like hey if you're in this beta just play this game for free absolutely well and like you know gears like um i think it's cool that you know they have uh the, i think uh shadow the tomb raiders on there like they have a lot of like newer a lot of game pass stuff and then but that's it there's also non-game pass stuff which is i thought was crazy but it's mostly game pass and of course microsoft first party stuff um yeah i think it's a crazy dude like why would you not if you have a pc or an xbox or both why would you not have game pass ultimate i think you'd be crazy not to do that yeah just for an extra five bucks a month um essentially like to to get all the stuff like especially with the titles that are going to be now launching day and day like outer worlds like i was adding up like i like so just outer worlds and gears alone right like not having to purchase those like i saved myself 120 bucks which is paid for you know like yeah that's what you would have paid for it yeah yeah um well yeah so two years worth of it you know probably and then also you know the other games that i've played like uh, quantum break and you know etc etc like um yeah it's such a good value proposition um the other cool news i thought was like you know obviously they're expanding the library for game pass every final fantasy ever is coming to it next year um, then they announced, you know, of course, some other cool titles, um, it, you know, in addition to that. Um, I think that was a lot of Japanese stuff like Yakuza, Kingdom mm-hmm. Hearts is coming, all that kind of stuff like that. Yeah, Phil said on stage, uh, you know, he's been on the plane to Tokyo a lot. They've made a lot of headway, but he wants to continue to do work to court some more of those like Japanese developers to to get things like onto to Xbox. Like he understands people want you know games um conspicuously absent was final fantasy 7 remake in the discussion um 
you know, even though Square Enix had a presence at XO19, so um, to to announce the other Final Fantasy games. So interesting to see still if that will come to Xbox eventually, um, or if it'll be a PS4 exclusive forever. Um, let's see. Make sure I'm not missing anything other than the titles and the Game Pass. I mean, there were some minor announcements from some of the first party studios. I don't know if you saw the trailer for uh, Grounded, where you're. Um, it's like a survival game where you're playing as uh, like an ant-sized character. Kind of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but like a survival game. That looked kind of cool. That, was that the Rare game? No, the Rare game was something different. No, it's called Everwilds uh, or Everwild, excuse me, for Rare. Um, that looked pretty, but I have no idea what kind of game that's going to be. A nice little teaser trailer, tone piece. And then, you know, Final, or uh, not Final Fantasy, geez, um, Age of Empires 4. Um, getting a gameplay trailer was uh, was cool for people that like that kind of thing. Um Definitely no real news on Scarlet, um, other than some comments from Phil about the price and power wanting to be competitive with Sony on both of those areas. So in terms of price point and power, which again, given the way Xbox One launched, I didn't think it was any surprise. Like they're not going to want to be $100 more expensive and less powerful again. Like that was in, with the Kinect pack-in. That was just a rough, rough launch for that console. Eager probably not to repeat those mistakes um and i think that is it they had a couple like cool like you know initiatives that they talked about um like the adaptive controller and then some mental health initiatives that they're doing with ninja theory um the makers of hellblade send you a sacrifice um talking talking about gaming and, and healing and treating mental illness but um overall i thought it was a you know interesting uh, conference it was cool to see some little snippets and um just it seems like xbox is going to be a great place to play you know next gen i mean they're, they've just the more information we get the the better i'm liking it we have, we don't know anything about the box yet so that's really cool yeah i have something i liked a lot bobby was there anything from xo19 or those any of those xbox things you were interested in because i have one that's really big for me but nobody else uh all i know is i can't wait for stadia uh that that's all i have uh right now <laughs> Google Stadia. <laughs> I, I, it, it's funny because everybody's like, I, I know the Oya had its own thing. I know this is totally separate. I'm sorry, uh, but it it I think does it come out next week? I think it's next week for the founders yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, next week for the founders. I'm excited, but I mean, I think the way that Google has been buying things like Nest and now they bought uh, Fitbit, I, I I see a lot of like VR something in the future. Like I'm I'm excited about it. Even though I think it's it's not going to have a, a great launch, but uh, yeah, it's like what twelve games or something like that. Yeah, yeah, they and keep, like half of them are Tomb Raider games. <laughs> yes, they keep cutting it down. Uh, yeah, yeah, they screwed themselves with a lot of the promotions. Uh, but and then now even they're saying that some of the Chromecast ultras won't work. Um, mm. So it, it's it, yeah, it's been very finicky. But I, I I'm excited about it because it's something different, and I like that I can have something else hooked up. But I did download Outer Worlds uh, from mm. Game Pass. I. I've been paying for that apparently every month. I did not know I had Game Pass. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I downloaded that. So I haven't played that yet either. So I got so much on my butt. Yeah, that kind of ties in. My favorite thing from XL19, and it's on Game Pass. Age of Empires 2 on Game Pass. Go play that oh, right now. Hell that is the best yeah. game. Dude, yeah, I, I have so many fond memories from college doing big giant land parties in the dorm getting you know just maxing out uh the amount of players and uh, having alliances and like doing team matches like that game is uh i have so 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 many fond memories like mm-hmm. it's so cool that they're you know bringing that to con- that's just like a fan service thing you know they have no real reason to do that other than you know there's a very select you know 
group of us that love Age of Empires too. You know, hey, more power to them. <laughs> Sweet. Is it the um, uh, Borderlands? Aren't they getting the DLC? Is that next week too, or is that just an announcement? I think they just teased. I don't have the information in front of me though to confirm, but I think they were just teasing that the next game is going to be Handsome Jack related. I don't know when. Yeah, it actually that's is what it says. Out. Yeah, Borderlands Three DLC One reveal will be November twentieth at eight AM Pacific Standard Time on Twitter. So they'll probably yeah, have like a little broadcast or something like that, outlining what it is when it comes out, all that stuff, which is uh, it's cool. Nice. Um, eventually, I'll get back to Borderlands maybe if there's the right. DLC bummed that they're not going to be any new Vault Hunters for any of the DLC. I think yes. that's a mistake. Yeah, that, yeah, they missed. But um, all right. Well, let's wind down with what we've been playing and then skid out. Let's get back to to carrying around babies and chopping up stuff with a lightsaber mm-hmm. and hunting those pocket monsters. Chopping up babies with a lightsaber? Is what you said? <laughs> well, that too. I was saying uh, the younglings. I saw that <laughs> yeah. day, Days Gone got a DLC. I, I did believe see where your motorcycle can have the baby in it, which I don't. I, the I positioning don't of that is very weird too. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it? Yeah, just. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I, other than what we've talked about, I beat um, the Outer Worlds. Uh, enjoyed it. Thought it was great all the way through. Had a good time with it. Um, I pretty much agree with George's assessment. It's a solid B B plus game, but I think that's totally fine. Um, don't think it'll be in the running for my game of year, but there's so many other games that uh, I enjoyed this year. So um, got back to still more Fire Emblem, and um, I think that's really about it. I'm about the halfway point. I'm hoping to hit that time jump sometime soon because I've heard that the game gets interesting there. So um, how about you, Bobby? What have you been playing? I've been playing a lot of the, uh, the Plants vs. Zombies. Uh, I've enjoyed that a lot. Uh, but now I'm really hoping to jump into Pokemon. Like, I know that my kids are downstairs messing with it right now. Uh, and I'm really hoping they don't mess up anything because I've caught a few Pokemon, which I, like like everybody was saying earlier, I don't know half of these new Pokemon. Uh, but I, I've tried to catch as many. And it's a lot easier. I think the game has evolved so much to where it's a lot easier to play uh, as opposed to, to back when it first started where everything was like a tutorial and you had to do 15 other things to evolve and whatnot. But I do also believe that the three evolutions that they started with. But yeah, so yeah, Pokemon, uh, download Outer Worlds. I'm going to play some Star Wars. I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm going to play it. Uh, oh, it's great, man. The combat's yeah. cool. Like Even yeah. like the stories, you know, I mean, look, it's, it's tied into the films. It's set between the original trilogy and the prequel. But... All that being said, like it is a standalone story in terms of like the characters that are in this for the most part. Um, there's some overlap, I think, but um, but the combat's fun enough, the gameplay loops fun enough that even if you don't know who's who or what's going on, like in the great you know the greater universe, like I think the gameplay in itself is like fun enough that you'll be like, ah, all right, cool. Yeah, because uh, the Force Unleashed, I remember when that first came out. I love those games like that. I, I had again no clue who was who, but I I enjoyed those those games. Uh, but oh, I, last thing I will tell you, I did buy the Aladdin, not the Aladdin and Lion King. Oh yeah, double pack, and I have not opened it because I don't hate myself that much yet to want to try to play either one of those games. Uh, but I, but I will eventually get. And that looks good. And yeah, a lot of my play. Sorry. Now that reminds me, actually. So, um, are you a shitty 
dad and that your kids have also not seen star wars or are, are they more intelligent I, and have better taste than you and watch it you, on disney plus you know what's funny is the Mandalorian or mandolin whatever man mangle what is that mandalorian that, mm-hmm. yeah that thing yeah because we got disney but my wife is a huge huge disney person and we went there for our honeymoon i know i'm going over time here but we went there I'm for our honeymoon fine. and the lines for i think it was when we went the the star wars stuff just came out and the lines were like crazy so we got to ride everything like like Nobody was in our lines because everybody was Star Wars ended up. Uh, but yeah, my my kids uh, they know about Star Wars. I think they they might have seen one or two or the cartoons. Ah, what or, a deadbeat dad! Uh, oh just, my god! I, you, you I, need... I would love to because even like people say things like, "Hey, there's there's oh god, I was gonna say somebody. I knew it was gonna be wrong. Uh, oh, oh my god, not yogurt. What's his name? Yoda. Yogurt. Oh my god, I almost called him yogurt. That, the yogurt's his name in the yeah, uh, in, uh, space ball. So I, that, I, I, okay. I just want to let people know if they are, I am not degrading Star Wars. I think it's awesome. <laughs> I just, uh, I played outside a lot and did a lot of sports as a kid. And I just, for some reason, my generation missed that. Or do, oh, do yourself a favor, like watch them in release order with your kids, you know? So I, start I off. Plan, I told my wife, now we got Disney Plus, I'm going to watch them all yeah. in whatever order that the internet tells me. And, yeah. Just, well, uh, the internet's going to debate that. Release order is the order to watch them. Watch them in the order that the rest of the universe had to watch them okay. like as they came out. Like that's the way to watch them. Um, and yeah. I hate to say it, but Spaceballs is is what I've always. I mean, Spaceballs is great, man. It was no, great. I, I, I mean, I had no clue what have the joke. Well, now you'll have to go back and watch. That'll be how you put the cherry on top of the <laughs> the Star Wars Sunday. As you It'll go back be and watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, excellent. And Adam, dude, bring us Sorry, home, buddy. Adam. Oh man, Bobby, real good. Uh, let's see. So besides Star Wars, of course, and Pokemon, uh, I got back into Divinity: Original Sin two, best RPG ever made. I got to see if that came out this year because that no, I think it was last year. But waiting for Star Wars to come out, I played a ton of Star Wars games. I played Lego Star Wars three because I put it on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. I played the hell out of Battlefront two. I just played probably like twenty hours of multiplayer in the last like two or three weeks, getting ready for uh, Fallen Order. It's a good game. It's tragic like that the, the the all the controversy around microtransactions like yes. soured people. Like I had so many friends that refused to buy it, and goddamn, like just the everything about that game like just puts you right in Star Wars. Like I love Battlefront two and one, you know, yeah. um, like the big the big battles, the space battles, like all that stuff is just so fun. Solid but, shooter looks amazing. Yeah, there's just much microtransaction, but I didn't care because I had EA access, so I got it for free. So I don't give a damn. Uh, but you're just playing a ton of Star Wars stuff. I tried to play MGS5 because I was like, am I going to get um, uh, Box uh, Box Boy 2019? What's it? Uh, Death Stranding. I was like, am I going to get Death Stranding? Let me try MGS5. And that just reaffirmed my my dislike of Kojima games. So Not your cup of tea. I, I I'll probably try agree. I, I never played any of the Kojima games like throughout. Like I know Metal Gear Solid 5. Uh, I know that that was a huge one for PlayStation. I think it was one of the free games last year. Yeah. But I, I'm I'm not a huge Kojima guy. I understand there's a lot of drama with him and whatnot, and I feel bad for him as a developer. But I still don't understand a damn thing about Death Stranding. I you'll get there, maybe. I, I hope so. I mean, I <laughs> it, my thing is I don't like games that just keep. I'm sorry, I keep hijacking everything. I'm just it, it, just repetitiveness. Like that's what I got tired of with Fallout Four. Is is it just got so repetitive that you were just doing missions as opposed to a story? And that's where I could kind of. Yeah, I think Zach liked it enough to maybe keep giving it, but at a certain point, you gotta you gotta realize like it's not for you, so just don't worry about it. 
Yep, I've I've gotten call, way less Anthony. stubborn as an old man about <laughs> bailing on something. If I if I feel like I've put in a good time and it's had a day in court, like yes. I uh, I will tap out these days. Whereas like you know like twenty year old Chris would just bang my head <laughs> against the wall and like I'm gonna finish this goddamn it. And, no, yes. not anymore. Yeah. Now with that being said, we are preparing for end of the year game of the year stuff. So if there are other fellow video game podcasters listening to this, hit us up. We've already talked to some people. We're trying to get like a big, honestly, trying to do the giant bomb, giant panel thing, but in our own kind of a way. So if anyone, I, I've talked to about three other shows at this point, but if anyone did else wants to, to hit us up. Room? I did talk to Kyle, but I told him like a week in advance. So I don't know if he remembered okay. to tell Joe or not. So if you want to hit him up, you can do that. Yeah, I'll awesome. hit up Joe and then uh, Sean and them. Sean from the Xbox Drive. Yeah. Yes, that's cool. So let's. I'm trying to get that together. Seems like a cool idea. So at this point of the year, I'm just trying to find game of the year stuff. I got to go back and replay Katana Zero, which might be my indie game of the year. And uh, was God Award. I definitely year? plan no, on though last, last year. I definitely plan on playing Katana Zero before we had that discussion, um, Adam. Yeah. So you'll be got to know because I like indie games, you know, and I've I've played a few this year, but that's one that has stayed at the top of my radar that I just haven't gotten around to playing yet. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have to get into that one as in the next month or so, so we can get that all nailed down. But yeah, let anyone know game of the year. You can hop on. Um, and then I'm starting to play stuff that was possible game of the year stuff. Now do so. remakes count because that resident evil two Yeah, already two remake will count. I would put that in there. Yeah. It's different God. enough. It's built. I, from the I ground wish up. they could do that for every old game, man. Cause that was, and there's even talk of DLC, like hidden DLC that they may release for resident evil. 2. That would be cool. Yeah, I mean, they're like oh, now we had that discussion in our prior episode. Like, there are plenty of games that could benefit from the RE2 remake treatment for sure. Well, uh, it is that time, fellas. The time for us to go forth and play video games and enjoy our weekend. Uh, thank you, Adam. Thank you, Bobby. Anything either of you want to plug before we say goodnight? Uh, I I will go first. Sorry. Uh, I would like to plug uh, Robert Bobby Miller. Or wait, no, Robbie Bobby Miller. Sorry, Can't I forget my own name, name right? God damn it. Man, look, let me tell you. My uncle used to call me Robbie Bobby. Uh, oh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. But, yeah, sorry. Uh, Robert. Oh, damn it. Robbie Bobby. You having Miller. a stroke over there? You okay, I, man? I keep <laughs> forgetting my own name. So it's it's on Twitch. I promise. It's Robbie Bobby Miller. There you go. And uh, sadly, I the last thing I streamed was Fortnite because I just tried it again because I did not uh, unlock all the map. Uh, but I, I plan on streaming more, especially all the games I have now. And I hooked up my uh, thing so I could play the Switch on my stream. So I'm hoping I can get some of the Pokemon going soon. Excellent. Yes. How about you, Adam? Anything you want to plug? Uh, just follow me on Twitter at Adam Gumby for all the fun stuff. Look how easy that was. Excellent. I am at It's Waterman on Twitter and at Rental Rush on uh, Twitch or twitch.tv slash rental rush. Next episode will be a week from today. We'll be playing um, Link's Awakening Remastered on the Nintendo Switch. Um, got two new guests. And then later on um, that Saturday evening, I'm hosting, along with my lovely wife, a Killer Queen Jacksonville Friendsgiving. And we will be streaming Killer Queen Black all night. Going to be playing, uh, probably do some organized tournaments and all kinds of crazy fucking around. So that should be a loud, drunken mess, but fun nonetheless. Mm -hmm. Hope to see you guys in the chat. Nice. Uh, well, uh, thank you, Adam and Bobby, again. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. And we will see you next week. Take it easy.